the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible. And I just want to wish you a happy new year. This is our first live broadcast of the new year. And I emphasize this is the first live broadcast. Uh, If you've been listening, you know that I've been away from the mic for the last couple of weeks. So uh, due to the Christmas and New Year holiday. Uh, and I just want to thank uh, Pastor Walter Hofflin and Pastor Steve Wilburn uh, for, for, for coming in and uh, and being uh, on the show and, and taping uh, the two programs with me. It was awesome having them here and having them as guests. And uh, it, was, it was just great for them to take out the time to come and be here. And I want to thank them. And thank you for, for listening and joining us tonight. Uh, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we are back live on the radio. And you can call in tonight. We're here to take your calls live on the air, to take your prayer requests and pray with you. So uh, if you want to call in tonight, if you have a need, if you know somebody who has a need, call in with your prayer request. I'll give you the number in just a minute. But before we do anything else, I want to get before the Lord in prayer. So would you join me? Take a moment and just stop what you're doing if you can, and just pray with me, pray for me, that uh, we open this new year with live broadcasts in prayer. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. We come before you, Lord, in this time, and I thank you, Lord, for a new beginning, a new year. I thank you, Lord, for for all that you desire to do. I think of your word, Lord, in Jeremiah 2911, that you know your plans. You know what you want to do. You have good plans for us, for, for, for our blessing and for our fortune, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you know the plans that you have for us. You know the plans that you have for this program, for this ministry, Lord, in this year, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that there would be power, that there would be strength, that there would be signs and, and, and miracles, wonders, Lord, that can only be ascribed to you. They can only be given that only you can receive glory for. Lord, each and every person that listens, each and every person that calls in for prayer, Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would all experience the touch of an awesome and mighty God. Lord, that in this year there would be prosperity, prosperity of our souls, prosperity of our families, prosperity of our business. Lord, that there would just be that there would be prosperity for your children, Lord, for your church. I just pray, Lord, that you would use this year for your glory. Use this program for your glory. Use this hour for your glory to reach your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and we are a live program. We're here in studio tonight uh, for the first time in 2017, and we'll be taking your calls and talking about the Bible. So call in tonight with your prayer request. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995. Nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know that I like to say that we stand in the gap. We stand in the gap in prayer. We, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you need prayer, if there's something you want to pray about, call in tonight because we stand in that gap. We stand before our Lord and we ask and we seek. We we take 
First John 5.14 seriously. It says, This is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his word, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which we have asked from him. When we pray according to his will, when we pray in line with what God wants to do, when we get in line with what God wants to do, when we stand up for what God wants to do, we know that we have the requests that we ask of him. So would you call tonight? Let's put your requests before the Lord. Let's put your needs before the Lord. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. If you want to ask a question about the Bible, ask a question about Christianity, about uh, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, then you call in tonight. We want to search the word for the answer to your question. You know, there's the answer to all of our questions, all of our needs, all of our desires in the word of God. So call in tonight. You can ask a question about Christianity, about the world religions, whether it's Buddhism or uh, Islam, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever topic is on your mind, whatever you want to talk about in a Christian context, in a, in a spiritual context, call in tonight. The number is one 888 995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. Well, as always, I want to remind you that we get together on Friday nights in Arcadia for prayer and worship. If you'd like to join us, we'd love for you to be with us for prayer and worship and God's Word. Uh, the address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. So just get on the 210 freeway, come into the Pasadena, Arcadia area, and exit on Santa Anita Avenue. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north for one block to Foothill Boulevard, make a right, go one more block <coughs> to First Avenue, make another right, and we're about a block, two blocks down the street on the right-hand side at the corner of Forest and First Avenue. That's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, 8 o'clock on Friday nights. If you have a desire to worship, to just be before the Lord, to be in his presence, to just seek God in prayer, then come and join us for worship. Come and join us for prayer on Friday nights at 8 p.m. And then uh, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor of the Hills Church there at 805 North First Avenue. So if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home uh, on Sunday mornings at 10, 10 a.m., come and join us, 10 a.m., every Sunday morning at the Hills Church, and then uh, every Friday night uh, at L.A. Gypsy Church uh, in Arcadia for prayer and for worship. And uh, next month, we have an exciting event coming up. Uh, if you listen to KKLA in the afternoon, you know that Frank Sontag is the host of the Frank Sontag Show. He's on uh, every day uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. Well, he'll be joining us uh, at uh, the church on the 10th of February. So we're having a, a, a meeting with uh, Frank Sontag. He's going to be an evening with Frank Sontag. He's going to come out and preach and be with us. Uh, we'll be giving out some of his books raffling off some of his books, and he'll be there uh, to preach and to share a word for the guys. So come and join us for uh, a men's Bible study or men's uh, meeting uh, uh, February, I'm sorry, Friday, February 10th. Uh, we're going to be getting together, the guys, uh, to get together and hear a word, a message from Frank Sontag of the Frank Sontag Show, KKLA. So join us February the 10th. Uh, we'll be getting together around 6, 6.30 uh, we'll have a, a meal together. Uh, we're going to be uh, supplying some food, and then we'll have some fellowship, and Frank will be uh, preaching. Uh, we'll have the worship team out there. So come and join us. Put that on your calendar. February the 10th, fr Friday, February the 10th. It'll be from uh, uh, 6.30 till about uh, 9. So make a, come and join us for prayer, for worship, and to hear a message from Frank Sontag. That's February the 10th. Uh, next month, so come and join us. But we're, we're getting together every Friday night for prayer and worship, but that's going to be a special night, February the 10th. But every Friday night at 8 p.m., we get together for prayer and worship, 805 North 1st Avenue. We've got some other announcements, but let's get to our uh, phone calls. It's been a long time, so we want to take some calls. Uh, we're going to talk to David on line one. Hey, David, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hello, Sam. Hi. 
Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, sir. Yeah, the Lord is just so good to us, and we, I don't deserve it, but he's still good to me, and uh, I thank him for that. Amen. I want to ask you, where are the tombs of Buddha and Hare Krishna and Muhammad? Well, you know, Muhammad, they say, ascended into heaven, so I don't think uh, he had uh, a, um, a burial. Um, I don't know where his, uh, his, his, his body is buried. I, I don't believe he, he, he actually ascended into heaven, but they ascribe uh, ascension, I believe, to Muhammad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, so don't take me literally there. Uh, Muhammad, uh, as far as Buddha, I, I would assume uh, he's, he was a prince in India, so I would assume he's buried somewhere in India. I don't know. Uh, so the answer to the question is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. You know, Where are their bodies buried? I'm not sure. Why do you ask, David? Well, I I just was wondering, you know, because... Uh... Well, uh, the answer is I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Uh, and who was the other person you were asking about? Muhammad, uh, Buddha, and who else? And uh, Harry Krishna. Harry Krishna. No, I, I really don't know. <laughs> I've never I've been asked that question before. But it's a good question. <clears throat> okay? I have a prayer uh, request. Okay, sure. Let's pray. Um, I have... Uh, difficulty uh, going to church mm-hmm. sometimes, and uh, <clears throat> um, it, it's supposed to be easy and joyful, but sometimes it seems difficult to try. Well, we have an adversary, and he wants to keep us out of the house of the Lord. But God calls us. You know, David said uh, that he was so joyful when he when he was uh, invited to say, "Let's go up to the house of the Lord." So, Father, I just pray for David right now, Lord. Lord, that you would take every obstacle out of his way, Lord. That you would take every hindrance away, Lord. That you would make it easy. That you would prepare his path, Lord, to be in your house, Lord. To be in your house on the Lord's Day, on Sundays, Lord, and for Bible studies and for prayer uh, meetings and for whatever opportunities that David has to be in church, Father. That you would make it easy, Lord. That you would make it affordable, Lord. That you would make it accessible, Lord. That there would be abundant ways of getting to your house, Lord, that you would take every obstacle, Lord, any obstacle that the, the that the enemy puts in David's way, Lord, I pray, Father, that your angels would come and just swoop it up, Lord, take it away from him, Lord, and make it easy, Lord, affordable and accessible, Lord, for David to be in your house, Lord, that he would stand in your house, Lord, and praise you and worship you, Lord, and hear your word and be blessed, Lord, and be a blessing to you and to others, Father. So I just pray in your mighty and glorious name, amen. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Muhammad didn't rise from the dead. No, he didn't. Jesus did. And Jesus That's right. Bodily into heaven. Amen. I think Muhammad might have had a transcendental experience, you know, where he's experienced heaven. But as he saw it, as he saw paradise, but I don't well, think he's. I don't think he had a, a, a heavenly experience or a, an angelic experience or a godly experience at all. You know, I just yeah. think uh, he was inspired from other places and caused a lot of problems for everybody. Okay, David. Okay, well, thank thanks you. for your call. Happy New Year! Thanks for Happy calling in. God bless. And we're going to go to the phone lines and talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, Sammy, how you guys doing? Happy New Year's and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you doing? What can we do for you tonight? I'm all right, God. Uh, could you pray for God to bless this New Year? Amen. Well. Pr- well, God, yeah, for God to bless this new year. Yes, Lord. And I'm trying to find a soulmate, and for God to bless me with another apartment because I'm moving out for sure. Amen. Would you mind that Jeremiah had this model? We pray for Jeremiah, his mom, Lord, that in this new year, Lord, that they would find an abundance, Lord, of your blessing, model. That I can't get a apartment, model. That I can't get a model. That I can't get as they seek your will, Lord, as they seek your desire, as they seek, Lord, to, 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 to follow you, Lord, in your ways, Lord, and your desires for their life, Lord, as they surrender, Lord, to your, to your purpose in their life, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would just bless them abundantly in this new year, that they would find, Lord, all of their needs blessed and, 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 and provided for by you, Lord. I pray in a mighty way, Lord, that you would just pour out a blessing, Lord, upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, Jeremiah. Amen. How was your New Year, Sammy? Very good. Praise the Lord. Quiet, but it was good. Sammy, I wanted to ask you something. How come you never, how come you just don't open a church and just become a pastor? No, like Safka. That'll be well, good. 
Well, we have a prayer meeting on Friday nights, and it's something we're praying about, Chachessa. We're hoping and praying that the Lord would you know lead us Sammy, in this new year. You be a pastor. Instead of preaching on the radio station, you'll make a good pastor, Chachessa. Well, I appreciate, uh, and I thank you for, for, for saying that, and keep us in prayer, because uh, I pray that the Lord would lead us in that area. Yeah, I hope that God does lead you. And you know, if you are a pastor, I'll come over to your church and I'll support you. Okay, thank you, Jeremiah. I'll Looking forward you to 188%. it. 188. All right, God bless God you. God bless. Bye. And praise the Lord. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Anna. Hi, Anna. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Oh, um, praise the Lord. You know, I want to. Um, my husband has had a hip surgery, hip replacement, uh-huh. ten months ago, and it didn't go well. So now he's in a lot of pain, and the doctors are thinking of doing um, another surgery to correct it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just praying, you know, either God heals him miraculously, Amen, or uh, he just guides the hands of the doctors that everything will go well and he will uh, be able to walk without pain. Amen. What's what's your what's your husband's name, Anna? James. James. Father, we come before you, Lord. We stand in the gap, Lord, for James. We come before you, Lord, with our petition, Lord, that you would bless James. Father, that you would heal him. Lord, that you would correct the mistakes of the doctors. Lord, Anna said that the surgery didn't go well. I don't know if it was a mistake, but the doctors made, Lord, or it was just a circumstance that couldn't be avoided. But whatever it was, Lord, you were able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we asked, Father. So I just pray, Lord, that you would correct this hip problem, Lord, that you would that you would heal James, Lord, Lord, through a miraculous touch of your hand by the filling of the Lord, that you would fill him, Lord, with the Holy Spirit, Father, that you would fill him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet with the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, with the anointing, healing power of your Spirit, Lord, that he would be filled and, and that he would be empowered, Lord, and that he would be able to walk, Father, that he would be able to walk in a way, Lord, without pain and perfectly, Lord, the way you created him, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, for a blessing for James. Father, that either miraculously or through another doctor or through whatever circumstance you want, you create, Lord, that you would be glorified through James's healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you and bless you. God bless you, Anna. Happy God New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. If you want to call in tonight, uh, the phones are open. We've got a few more calls to take. But we, I want to encourage you, call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your with your questions. The, the number is one 888 Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you have a prayer request, if you have a need, if you have something you want to bring before the Lord, let's pray about it. Let's seek the Lord about it because God hears your prayers. When you pray, God hears. You know, when you direct your prayers to the Lord, His ears are open and. His heart is to bless you. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your questions about the Bible, about Christianity. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. Let's talk to our next caller. Uh, we're going to talk to Ricky from Phoenix. Hey, Ricky, you're on the air. Hey, I, uh, I, uh, Sam. Happy New Year, my friend. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I want to put a prayer and a healer for me, especially praying for me uh, to get healed, to get better. And I want to put a prayer for my wife uh, to come home soon. And I want to put a prayer for my mother. And I want to put a prayer for Mogoshabri Borial, my daughters. I want to put a prayer for Samantha, especially praying for Samantha. Amen. Uh, all the pastors, I want to put a prayer for John and Helen, and uh, all the pastors, and uh, to God bless everybody, and uh, uh, that's about it. Okay, let's pray. I pray for Ricky Mugodel. Lord, we seek your blessing. We seek what comes from your hand. We seek, Lord, the blessing of a mighty and awesome and loving and caring God who has compassion, who loves us and wants the best for us. Lord, so I pray for Ricky, Lord, that you would bestow upon him, Rodad, your best. The best blessing is from you, Lord. The only blessing, the only true blessing is from you, Lord. 
So I pray, Lord, that you would just abundantly bless Ricky. Lord, bring his wife home soon. Bless his mom. Lord, bless Samantha. Bless the pastors. And everyone Ricky mentioned, Mugodad, they are all precious in your sight, Mugodad. And I know that you have a plan and a purpose to bless and to fulfill all of their needs, Lord. So I pray that the needs be filled, the needs that their desires, Lord, would be fulfilled by your blessing according to your will, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Ricky. God bless you. Good night. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Doris. Hi, Doris. You're on the air. How can we pray for you? How can we help you tonight? Yes, Pastor. I'm calling for prayer. I need a Christian rumor. You need a what? I'm, I'm asking for God to open the door for me to have somebody to live in with me, a Christian rumor. A rumor. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yes, sure. I'm, I'm blind and I need a little help. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'm asking prayer for my children. I have a daughter I haven't heard from in almost two years. Her name is uh, Deborah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm asking for prayer for her, for, for God to open that door where I'll be able to hear from her. To I want to know if she's still alive or, or what's going on. Well, Father, we pray for Doris, Lord. Lord, I, I pray for, for, for her needs. I pray for her desires, Lord. Her desire is to hear from Deborah. And I pray, Lord, your protection upon Deborah. Father, wherever she is, Lord, your eyes are not far from her, Lord. So I, I pray, Lord, that, that you would protect her, that you would watch over her. And, Father, that you would just put a desire in her heart to contact Doris, Lord, that she would give her a call, Lord, that you would let her know where she's at and that she's okay and what's going on in her life. And I pray, Lord, that you would provide somebody, Lord, for for for, Deborah, for Doris, Lord, that it would be a a a, a room, a, a, somebody to come and live in the room that she that she can provide, Lord, to be a help, to be a blessing, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would work it all out. You work things out, Lord. Lord, I, I think of your word that, that that says that you cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose, Lord. And I pray, Lord, as Doris is called to your purpose, Lord, that you would work all things together, Lord. Work it together, Lord. That you would provide somebody to come and take that room, that you would provide a way for, for, for Deborah to contact her, Lord, that all things would be done for, according to your purpose and your plan for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my sister. Thank you, Pastor. Good night. Good night. And let's take another call and let's talk to Tony. Hi, Tony. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi there. Hi. How's it going? Thank you for Doing taking my good. Call. Uh, I'm just, I just basically had kind of a question for you, and it's just something that I'm a little stumped. I don't exactly know how to deal with. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend, she recently had some, uh, her car was vandalized. First it got hit, it was an accident, and then a friend of hers actually kind of kind of hit it again. Uh-huh. And then it, and then it got vandalized, so it's, so it's kind of a string of things that have happened. Right. And uh, and she missed church last Sunday, and uh, she she was talking to me the other day, and she's like, you know, I'm definitely going to be in church with you this Sunday because mm-hmm. I want to find out, you know, what I'm what I'm doing wrong, like what sin I'm committing, right? That all this is happening to me, and I was like, well, you know, I don't I don't think that's exactly how it works. I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, like definitely like let's come to church, let's pray, let's you know, by all means, mm-hmm. but but I kind of I kind of don't feel like that's really how it works and I, and I was kind of struggling on how to really explain it to her and, and the best I could do was just have her read um first uh, peter uh, 412 uh with uh, you know when when strange things are happening to mm-hmm. us uh, and uh, and that was all I really knew I, I I was I was wondering if maybe you know if you have a different kind of insight on that and and what a, what a better way to maybe kind of explain that to her is or is that is that a wrong way of looking at it? I don't even know. Well, you know, Tony, um, we are, when we come to the Lord, we change our citizenship. We change from being worldly to being heavenly. Our destination is to be with Christ in his kingdom. That's our eternal destination. But until then, we live in this world. And the Bible tells us that this world is evil. There is evil in the world. But thank God we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So we are not to repay evil with evil, but we're to repay evil with good. And that's scripture. That's that's what the word of God says.
But, you know, James tells us, you know, to count it all joy when various trials and tribulations happen to us. We are in an evil, we are in a world where evil things happen, and there are evil people. There are heartless, godless people that will vandalize, that will break into our homes and, and, and rob us, that will seek to do harm physically to us. It is, it is, it's, ter- it's terrible, but we live in an evil world. But we are to overcome evil with good. You know, when, when evil happens, you know, we are to make even a more effort to be in history. You know, God is not, God is not punishing her for her sins. You know, uh, God punished Jesus for our sins. Jesus went to the cross and paid the ultimate sacrifice for every sin that we ever committed, that we'll ever commit, or that, we'll, that we'll, everything. So, so Jesus took all of our sins upon him on the cross. So God is not going to punish her for her sins. Yeah, people face the consequences of sins committed. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, if, if you rob a bank, God might forgive you if you repent from robbing a bank, but you might still have to go to jail because there is yeah. a earthly consequence to what you do. You see what I mean? But he's, exactly, not, but he's exactly. not allowing these things to happen to her because she's evil. No, we're all evil, but we're saved by grace, and we're seeking to change. We're seeking to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, you know, it's the whole totality of Scripture. When you look at Scripture in its totality and you see that Jesus paid for, for, for our sins and that God is a loving God, but we live in an evil world and evil things happen. But we are to show the world, you know, how Christians deal with evil. How do we deal with, with these circumstances? How do we deal when people do bad things to us? You, you see what I mean? I, I totally, yeah, I jive on that completely. So to, to, to kind of follow up then, so do you think that you would take issue with that, with that mindset of like, well, I, I would try to, find to out you know, I would try why. to, I would try to counsel her in that mindset, yeah. you know, and tell her, explain to her the well, way. You know, she's, she's reformed Catholic. So uh-huh. I kind of feel like maybe yeah. that's where it's coming from. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of like, you know, the, the, the Catholic mentality, but read James to her. Listen to what James says. He yeah. says, consider, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you yeah. encounter various trials. These are the trials that we encounter when we live in an evil world. You know, yeah. knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. You know, instead of, you know, we, we, we as, as, as it's human, it's natural to ask, why is this happening to me, Lord? You know, but the spiritual uh, mentality would say, what can I learn from this, Lord? How can I get closer to you through this, Lord? And, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm speaking to you from some experience. You know, last September, my house was broken into and vandalized. And whoever was, you know, they took my life savings. They took, they took everything that we had, you know, and it's been a struggle. But it's like, what can I learn from this, Lord? How can I give you glory to this, Lord? But the, but the thoughts want to creep in. Why does this? Why did this happen to me? Why did God allow this to happen? But we have to get beyond that. You know, we deal with the loss. We deal with the grief. You know, we go through the through the steps of of grief, which is you know, uh, you know, there are five steps to getting through any type of, of grief. You know, you go through denial, you go through uh, bargaining, you go through depression, you go through anger until you get to acceptance, you know, and you go through all of this, you know, how the Lord has arranged it for us. We process this, we get through it, but we get through it in a Christian, spiritual way, hanging on to God, loving God, and just seeking Him through it all. So does that make sense, Tony? That makes perfect sense, James. That that sounds perfect. I, I'll look it up tonight, and then uh, when she comes over for church tomorrow, we'll just we'll take a few minutes of prayer. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, just just and go and, through that, and be you know, be a listener. You know, listen to her, uh, uh, empathize with her, and just you know, be somebody that she can rely on. And don't try and fix her. You know, don't try and fix her. Share with her the share with her what will truly help her, and that's God's word. Okay? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I just didn't. I didn't want her thinking that you know God is this. You know, he, he's dude. not. He's not standing in heaven, just you know, yeah. with an axe waiting to chop our heads yeah. off. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, she she needs to find. She needs to track down this sin in her life, so so 
so bad, so bad things stop happening to her car. No, I was like, no, no. I don't like. I you don't know, think that that. Tony, you know, right, you know so. Tony, you know when bad things are going to stop happening? When Jesus comes back and takes over the world, you know, when when we're in His kingdom, and you know, when there's a new heaven and there's a new earth, He will wipe every tear from our eyes. There'll be no more death. There'll be no more pain. There'll be no more sickness. But until then, we are to endure. We we are to occupy, and we are to overcome through the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit that He gives us. Amen. Amen. Brother, thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. God okay, my friend. Be with you. God bless you. Thank, thanks for the advice. Good night. Good night. Well, we're going to go on and take some more calls. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 1-888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the air. How can we help you? Uh, yes. I called about two, three weeks ago about my niece, Maria, uh-huh. who had stage four cancer and she did die two days after Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. So she is healed completely. But I would like prayer for the services on Monday and Tuesday, this coming Monday and Tuesday. And although they're all, it's going to be all Catholic, she, um, I want prayer that uh, mm-hmm. whole souls will be saved. A lot of them have heard, but that hearts would be opened and that souls would be saved through this terrible experience. Well, Father, I pray, Lord. For Elizabeth, for her family, for Maria's family. Father, you said through Jesus that blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. You are the comforter, Holy Spirit. You are uh, our peace. And I pray, Lord, that the, that your peace, that your comfort would be upon each and every one of them, Father. And that there would be blessings, Lord, at Maria's memorial, at her service, Lord. Remembering who she is and who she's been in this world, Lord. And now that she's with you in your kingdom, Lord, we rejoice, Father. For every soul that that is received into your kingdom, Father, we rejoice for every soul that is saved through the power of of Jesus Christ, Lord, for the redemptive power of, of, of what he did on the cross. And I pray, Lord, that you would be glorified through Maria's life, that you would be glorified through her death, that you would be glorified through her entrance into your kingdom, Father, and that hearts would be open to you, Lord, in that memorial service, and that they would be blessings, Lord, and that there would be an understanding, a revelation of who you are, Father, and that there would be more souls saved, Lord, that there would be more souls, Lord, that would be redeemed and and brought into your kingdom, Father. I just pray, Lord, for a blessing, Lord, for Elizabeth, peace and comfort upon her and her family, and all involved in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Good night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 1-888-995-5552. That's one 888 995-5552. Let's take a few more calls, and then we're going to get to our message for tonight. Let's talk to uh, Johnny in Phoenix. Hey, Johnny. How you doing, Paul? Good. How you doing? How can we help you tonight? Okay. Uh, I'd like to pray for my family. Uh, for we get closer to God this year, uh, pray for those that I lost, and my family to come closer to God. Amen. Well, that... There is no greater desire than to know you, to come closer to you, that our life would be filled with your power, with your spirit, with your truth, Lord. I remember Jesus' word in John seventeen three that this is eternal life, to know you, the one true God in Jesus Christ who you've sent. And I pray, Lord, that you would fulfill that desire, fulfill that word, Lord, in Johnny's life, in his family's life, that they would draw close to you in this year, Lord, that they would draw closer into your presence, Lord, that they would come closer to you in worship, Lord, that they would come closer to you in your word, Lord, that they would seek you, Lord. I think of Jeremiah twenty nine twelve, Lord, that says that, that when you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Lord, let them open their hearts and surrender their lives to you, Father. And I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. God bless you. God bless you. Good night. Uh, let's talk to Richard. Hi, Richard. You're on the air. How, How are you doing? We... doing good. How are you yeah. doing? I was listening to your station. I happened to turn the channel um, my prayer request is I recently moved out uh, out of Bell Shelter um, a few weeks ago, and I'm here by myself. I know the loving presence of God is with me, and I accepted Jesus over 20 years ago. I'm out looking for the right church out here in Winneka, California. Um, I asked the Holy Spirit to guide me in on the right path, you know, to lead uh-huh. me to the right church. That's how I wanna, you're I'm, out in I'm, the I'm valley, right? I, I want to play for the Lord. I want to sing for the Lord. 
I want to give him all the praise and all the glory. Amen. He, he, and, well, and, you know, I, I just, you know, he just fills me. But I, I don't want to, I want to, I want, I want prayer for some more strength and security because I'm here by myself. And I know he's with me, but I just, yeah. there's no one to talk to here. Yeah. Well, you're out and, in Winnetka, you said. That's out in the San Fernando yeah. Valley, right? Uh, yes, yes, it you, is. Uh, there's, a, there's a church that I would recommend to you. It's called Shepherd of the Hills Church, Pastor Dudley Rutherford. Uh, uh-huh. He's out, uh, I think, towards that area, out in the area. So look him up, Shepherd of the Hills Church. Okay, uh, I'll write that down. Yeah. Okay. So let's pray. Father, I pray for Richard, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing in his life, Lord. I thank you for the blessings, Lord, of a new year, Lord, that there would be in this new year, Lord, that he would find a new life, Lord, in you, filled with your power, filled with your strength, filled with your blessing, Lord, filled with your direction, Lord, Lord, that you would lead him to a church, Lord, and if it's not Shepherd of the Hills, Lord, then it would be some other church, a faith-filled church, Lord, that preaches your word, Lord, that loves to worship you, Lord, that, that sings of your praise and your worship, where he can be blessed, and there he can be a blessing, Lord, playing the drums and, and just worshiping you, Lord, through the talents that you've given him father i just pray lord for a mighty work of the holy spirit in richard's life lord that you would lead him guide him and direct him for this new year in jesus name amen hallelujah glory to the lamb of god thank you my brother god bless you happy new year god bless bless you uh well let's talk to sylvia online too hi sylvia you're on the air how can we help you tonight Uh, god God bless you happy new year happy new year Um, i just want you to know how great it is to listen to you guys. Uh, it's the blessings are nonstop. I have called before, but uh, I've been sick since before New Year's, and I had a stroke like two months ago. So I would like uh, a prayer, and also it seems like, you know how we do New Year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. But that is, I've been doing <clears throat> New Year resolutions, spiritual, but it seems like Satan is just attacking everything I want to do or I don't want to do, you know what I'm mm-hmm. So I need prayer, brother. Well, Father, we come before you because you say in your word, is anyone among you sick? Let them call for the elders who will anoint with oil. Lord, we just anoint Sylvia, Lord, with the oil of your Holy Spirit, Lord. I reach out, Lord, to Sylvia right now. Lord, and I pray that you would anoint her, Lord, with the oil of your Holy Spirit and heal her body, Lord. Heal her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would experience the touch of a mighty and awesome God who is able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord, that she would just experience total and complete health, Lord, that she would glorify you, that through a testimony, that she would just glorify you through her life, Lord, and that you, Lord, would receive all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor, Lord, do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask for Sylvia. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, brother. Thank you. Love you. God bless you. Happy New Year. Well, praise the Lord. We have some prayer requests, you know, that we want to pray for because uh, it's getting late and we want to get to our word. Uh, I want to pray for for Yeso, for Jimmy Argentino, for his daughter Debbie and his son Teddy. We want to pray for Larry and Mary and Barbara, Rita, Nancy and Donna, Sister Patricia, Pastor Steve Johnson, Pastor Salka, Liska Johnson, for Rosie, for Chunga, for Yonkel, for Cookie and Bobby and Harry and Sandra and Johnny and Turi, for Natalie Grace, uh, for Pastor Jojo, for Baby Raphael, for Anthony Martin, Tony and Lisa, or I'm sorry, Toby and Lisa, for Josie Christensen, Eric and Victoria, Amanda in Portland, for Jackie, for Didi and his family, for uh, Frank and Nancy Nicholas, for Michael Mitchell, for Roly B, Sean, Denise, and Allison. We want to pray for Wally Mitchell uh, for a healing from cancer, and for Nancy Mitchell, for Matilda and her family, for Nala, for Renee, for Tony and Peter Nicholas, for Lawrence Evans, for Angie and her baby, for Ronnie and Sally, for Eddie Mitchell and Nena, and the Mitchell family, for Rita Nicholas. For Isabel, that the Lord would heal her from migraines. For baby Anna. For Frankie in Portland. Beaver and Lisa. Shaggy and family. John Dimitro. For Steve Giovanna. For Tony and family. For Mimi and her family. Seth, Valerie, uh, Kylie. For her friend, uh, Garismos. For salvation. Uh, that all would go well for Mimi in these next uh, weeks. That uh, the Lord would just bless her. And also for Tony Miller, who uh, went for surgery uh, this uh, this week. Who's recovering from surgery for total and complete healing, for everything to go well. And for Coco, uh, we want to pray God's peace and uh, comfort upon their lives. So we just pray for all of these needs, Lord. We know that you're 
the God who does all great, mighty, and perfect blessings, Lord, come from you, Lord. And I know, Lord, that you're able, Lord. And I know that you're willing, Lord. And I know that your desire is to, to heal, to comfort, to give grace, mercy, Lord, to give healing. So I just pray for every need on this list, Lord, that you would just bless abundantly, exceedingly, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Lord, just bless this word, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, as you bring forth your word in the power of your spirit. You know, I was... Uh, talking to Pastor Alex from Reno Valley uh, last week, and he was telling me how uh, he would be preaching about how to be prosperous in 2017. You know, and I was thinking about that. You know, I didn't ask, I didn't talk about, we didn't talk about the contents of his sermon or what the answer was. And I started thinking, you know, what is, you know, how are you, how do you be prosperous? You know, how, what does that look like? Uh, you know, it just started me thinking in that area of prosperity and how to be prosperous in 2017. And the answer is, I don't know. I don't know how do you be prosperous. I don't know how to be prosperous. But I started asking, what is prosperity? You know, uh, what does that look like? What does prosperity look like? Uh, so I looked up in, in my studies, I started just, just to look it up, look up the word prosperity or to prosper in the Webster's Dictionary. And it says in Webster's that prosperity or to prosper, the condition of being successful or thriving, especially economic well-being. You know, the condition of being successful or thriving, you know, economic well-being. You know, so the point I, I got out of that is that prosperity can be many things. You know, as the Lord was just leading me, I started thinking about, you know, to someone who's sick, someone who's suffering, someone who has cancer or heart disease or kidney failure or, or diabetes or whatever, whatever a person is suffering from, whatever sickness there is in their life, prosperity for them would be to be healed, to be healed from illness, to be healed miraculously, to be healed through medicine or a surgery or something, some type of healing in their life. That's what it means to be prosperous to somebody who's sick with cancer or heart disease or kidney failure or diabetes or, or, or an eye disease. I mean, to be sick and to be laid up, to be un, unable to function. I mean, prosperity in that condition means to be healed. You know, prosperity doesn't always mean what automatically comes to mind. Oh, that I would have a, a, a an abundance of money, that I would have a, a, a big house, a big mansion, a, 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 a garage filled with the most expensive cars. And, you know, that that's what the world says prosperity is. That's what the world tries to tell you prosperity, to be famous, you know. But look at all the movie stars and celebrities that have everything in the world, and they're miserable. They commit suicide. How many times do we hear about a celebrity who you would think is on top of the world and has everything in, in, in this world, but is miserable and ends up committing suicide. You know, how many rich people commit suicide every year who have it all, according to the world? So prosperity, to be prosperous, to be successful, to be thriving, to have well-being, looks like many different things. And like I said, to somebody who's sick, to somebody who's suffering, you know, Prosperity means to be healed from illness. How about uh, a marriage that is suffering? What does that look like? If, if you're separated from your husband or your wife or your marriage is on the rocks, your marriage is failing, what is prosperity to those people? Prosperity to them is to be reconciled to their spouse, for a husband to be reconciled to their wife, for a wife to be reconciled to their husband. If a marriage is going through a problem, if a marriage is going through a, 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 a breakup or a divorce or, or there's problems in the marriage or there's uh, if that's going on, then prosperity to that couple is to be reconciled, to be healed in their marriage. You know, to somebody who is childless, what is prosperity to them? What can a million dollars do for them if their desire is to have a child? Prosperity to somebody that has no, that have no children is to have a son, to have a daughter. You know, that's what prosperity looks like to that family. So prosperity, like I said, it's not always about money. It's not always about wealth. It's not always about finance. It's not always about uh, uh, what you have. You know, prosperity is about what condition you're in. 
it you know prosperity the definition of prosperity depends on where you are in your life and what is your need what is your need what is lacking in your life what do you truly desire and that takes me to the the second point of our of our message you know what does god say about prosperity what does the bible say about prosperity you know you know i could tell you, i could talk about prosperity about money about uh circumstances about healing we could talk about we could talk about this for hours but until we get to the word of god until we get to what god says it really doesn't matter too much does it you know my opinion doesn't matter my opinion doesn't matter any more than your opinion does but what god says matters because god's word is our final uh, a word on, on, in, the, in, in the matter. You know, this, this is our final destination. This is where we want to get to. What does God say about prosperity? And he has something to say about it. You know, I think of uh, John. The Lord led me to John, Third John, where John is praying for his, for his friend and saying, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers and you know that's what hit me soul prospers just as your soul prospers so something is going on here you know john is praying for his friend that he would prosper and be in health as his soul prospers soul prosperity is 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 what the bible is talking about that your inner person your inner man would prosper in the lord so i went to the to the greek and i looked up this word prosper that you would prosper and be in good health and the greek word is yoodo I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. But it's a compound word, and it means to help you on the road, to help you succeed in reaching where you're going, you know, to succeed in whatever you're doing, whatever you put your mind to, whatever you put your hand to, whether it's business, whether it's work, whatever it is, that you would prosper, that you would be successful in what you're doing. And the exact meaning well, this word prosper is that you would be helped, that you would be helped on the road. You know, it, it's uh, successful in reaching your destination, in doing what you want to do. Uh, the King James has it as to have a prosperous journey, that your journey would be prosperous. You know, we're 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 on a journey. We're 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 citizens of a heavenly kingdom in an earthly world. So we're we're going through this world. We're have, we're on this journey through this world, onto a final destination of God's kingdom. So you know we need to have a prosperous journey in this world. We need our soul to prosper. We need to we need to to get going here, on our journey. And it says in being health, you know the 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 Greek word is hog e a ino. Uh, you know I just butchered that word, but anyway. Uh, uh, it means to have sound health, good health, to be well in body, and also to be uncorrupted in your doctrine, in your thinking, in the way you know God. So it's to be in health means to be in good health in body and in mind. To be in health, to be safe and sound, to be whole, to be whole, to be the, 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 to be wholesome the King James verse. And I like this because John mentions both finance and wellness in his prayer for his friend. But the main point and the third point in our in our in our in our study here is that there is soul prosperity to prosper in your soul. Soul prosperity. How do I prosper in my soul? How do you prosper in your soul? What do you do? How do you prosper in your soul? How do you be well in your soul? How do you thrive in your soul? How do you increase in your soul? How does your soul increase? How do you prosper? How do you get through this journey? How do you succeed in reaching your, 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 where you want to go? I mean, what is it all about soul? What is all soul prosperity all about? It's about growing in God. It's about maturing in God. We grow and we mature in God, and that's how our soul prospers. And I would pray, I would seek the Lord in this year, as we start this new year, that we would grow, that we would mature, that we would just grow up in the Lord, as the Bible says in Second Peter 3.17, it says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, 
Be on your guard so that you are not carried away by the error of unprincipled men and that you would fall away from your own steadfastness. But here it is, the 18th verse. But grow, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. So this is Peter talking to, to, to Christians. He said, don't, he says, knowing that, know this. Before I tell you anything, know this. Be on guard. Don't be carried away by the error of unprincipled men. Don't fall away from your faithfulness, from your steadfastness, but grow. Grow in the grace. There's a growing process in our life. There's a growing process. There's a maturing process in this life that we're living, in this journey that we have with God. You know, I looked at the word mature once, and mature uh, refers to, uh, the word mature can refer to a, 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 a fruit tree. You know, it means ripe. To be mature is to be ripe. And you go, you think of an apple tree. And you go to an apple tree and you see the, 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 the fruit, the apple is, 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 is small, it's green. It's not ripe. It's not usable. But if you go to the apple tree, that, 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 that apple is bright red and it's it's ripened and you know that that's ready for to be used that's ripe that's mature you can pick that fruit and you can use it for food it's mature and that's what god wants us to be he wants us to be mature in him he wants us to be mature in his word he wants us to be usable so that he can pick us off the tree and use us for his purpose for his glory for for what his desire is in this world so peter is encouraging us to grow in the grace. You want prosperity in your life? Grow in the grace. Grow in knowledge. You know, and that's, you know, you're talking about spirit and truth. Your grace is being able to be compassionate and loving and showing God's love and showing God's grace through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the knowledge of Him is again being filled with the knowledge of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's grace, it's, it's, it's spirit and truth here. You know, those who worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth in grace and knowledge. 1 Corinthians 14 tells us, Brethren, do not be children in your thinking, yet in evil be infants, but in your thinking be mature. You know, Paul is telling us, don't be children, don't be babies, only in evil be infants, be children, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't, don't do evil, don't get into evil. But he's saying, but in your thinking be mature. In your thinking, have right thinking. Be able to know God. Be able to grow in God. Be mature. Be usable in God. You know, Ephesians 4 tells us this. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge, there's that word, and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ, as a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all respects, in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. You know, Paul is telling us, grow up, people. Grow up. Be mature. Don't just listen to, to undisciplined, to unprincipled men who would, who would cast you to, to and fro. It says to be tossed here and there by every wave of doctrine, of trickery. Grow up. Open your eyes to the truth. You know, the Christian life is, is not, well, uh, I came to church, I prayed the sinner's prayer, I got baptized, I'm done. You know, that's not the Christian life. The Christian life is an ongoing process of growth. The Christian life is an ongoing process of growing and maturing in Jesus Christ, and that causes the prosperity of your soul. You prosper in your soul. You grow in your soul. You succeed in your soul in this life as you grow in Christ, as you get mature in Christ, as you open your eyes and you open your heart to his truth, as you get 
blessed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'm telling you, the Christian life is an ongoing process. It's from the time you give your life to Christ until that time where you enter his kingdom, either by, 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 by closing your eyes the last time or by being raptured in the rapture. Whichever way, you know, this life doesn't stop. This, this, this journey doesn't stop. This journey doesn't end until we get into Christ's presence. So we need to be on an ongoing journey. You know, nothing is over until it's over. This life is not over until it's over, and we don't stop growing until we leave this earth. And even in eternity, we're going to be growing in Christ. Even in eternity, we're going to be learning more and more about God. So the Christian life is an ongoing process of growing and maturing in him. You know, let's look at a couple more scriptures while we, while we still have time. It says in Joshua, Joshua, now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. He's gone. He's buried. So now, therefore, arise, cross the Jordan, and all this people to the land in which I'm giving you, to the sons of Israel. And it says, every place which your soul, the sole of your foot, he's saying to, to Joshua, everywhere you go, everywhere your, 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 your foot hits the ground, that's where I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you all this land. I'm going to do for you what I did for, for, for Moses. I'm going to be with you the way I was with Moses. It says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Look at all these promises. I, I encourage you, go through the scripture. There's all kinds of promises that God is giving Joshua. Why? Because he tells him this, be strong and very courageous. This is the seventh verse. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn away from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have success. Prosperity and God's word go hand in hand. Listen to that. I want you to hear this. Prosperity and God's word go hand in hand. We cannot enjoy the prosperity and success of God if we're not learning, growing, and keeping his word. His word has to be in our heart. His word has to be written on our heart, on our mind. It has to be embedded in our souls. If we want our souls to prosper, we need God's word. We need his, his law written upon our hearts. Look at what Psalm 1 says. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sits in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night, he is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Prosperity in our lives, is not about keeping rules and regulations. It's not about do's and don'ts. It's all, it's all, it's all about our souls and are we prospering? Are we thriving? Are we growing in God? in our souls. Are we growing? Do we have soul prosperity? John 17, 3 says, This is eternal life, to know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. If you want to prosper in 2017, if you want to truly prosper, prosper in Him, in His Word, and you will enjoy. You'll experience what only He and not the world can give you. Well, if you're listening to the music, then you know we're out of time. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for being with us. We'll be back here live next week at the same time here at KKLA. Until then, God bless you. Good night. Mikasim and Deblesa.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.